This is Money Guide with Mary Stirk from Stirk Financial Services. Now, here's Mary Stirk. Welcome to Money Guide with Mary Stirk. And this morning, we're going to be talking about should you take a 401k loan? With me today, I have financial planner Byron Palsma. Morning, Byron. Good morning, Mary. So, I think this is kind of a controversial topic because there's a lot of advice out there that says you should take a loan, and there's just as much advice out there that says you shouldn't take a loan. Just like with many financial decisions, there's a lot of disadvantages and advantages to them. So exactly. this falls into that category. <laughs> so we have created a list of 10 pros and cons surrounding 401k loans that we think that people should know to factor into their decision. But before we go into the pros and cons, I just kind of want to review a little bit about some of the basics of a 401k, because I think in order to know if you should take a loan, you really have to have a good understanding of how your 401k actually works. Right. There are rules involved with taking these 401k loans. Yeah. So here's the thing. Your 401k plan is probably one of the most powerful retirement savings vehicles that you could possibly have. And that is not only because it's an automated savings. And so we get out of being our own worst enemy by automating the savings. (laughs) It kind of uh, disciplines you itself. Exactly. Yeah. But there's also the beauty that most plans have some type of employer match. Not all of them, but many of them do. And that's free money, which is, you know, by by and large, my favorite kind of money. Absolutely. <laughs> free money first, tax-free money is my second kind of favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about 401ks is that for a lot of people, it ends up developing into their largest source of retirement money which is going to be the income stream that helps get them through retirement at the end of their lives. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you have a 401k, you are electing to make a contribution yourself out of your paycheck, and that's called a deferral. You can do a pre-tax deferral, which is called the traditional deferral. And Byron, share with us the other kind of deferral you can do. The other kind, Mary, would be a Roth contribution, And basically with Roths, you take your tax break later on. Mm -hmm. Uh, It doesn't count as far as a deduction for your current taxes. But when the money comes out down the road, hopefully in a number of years, you may get some tax-free money. Right. So the whole goal with 401k plans, right, is to save and for that money to grow. So if you put some money in now and have already paid the taxes in the Roth side, then when the money comes out, hopefully it's grown and you take a bigger amount out later and you don't have any taxes when you take it out. And that's really the tax play on that money. Right. And you don't have to worry about if tax rates are going to go up or or things like that. Right. Exactly. So here's the thing. When you have a 401k plan, there's limits of how much you can put in. So um, there's not usually too big of a worry about bottom side limits. So you can start in your 401k plan normally by putting in as little as 1%. But there are some limits on how much you can put in on the top side. So, Byron, how much can someone put into their 401k plan? Well, if you're under 50 years old, Mary, you could put in Mm $19,000. But if you're 50 or over, they have what is called a catch-up provision for those maybe that (laughs) haven't been saving as much as they should have. 
and that gets up to 25000 Okay, so I love the catch-up provision. It's one of the benefits of getting older. When you hit the magical age of 50, you can now catch up <laughs> and put more money away if you're um, already maxing that out. Okay, so here's the situation then. Think about the fact that you are putting money into your 401k plan. You're putting a lot of your income into your 401k plan. And now you run into a situation where you need a loan for something. And it doesn't matter what it is. You can take a 401k loan out for any reason. And that actually is one of the pros of them, is there's not any restrictions on what you actually use the money for. That's right. For instance, if you take out a loan on your car, that's what the money's designated for. Whereas Mm -hmm. with a 401k loan, maybe you have two or three different expenses you want to address. You can do that through that 401k loan. Right. And I think that's pretty huge because if you go to get a loan at your bank, you generally have to have a specific purpose for it in order for them to consider. Like they want to know what you're going to spend your money on. So I think that having the flexibility where you can spend it exactly as you like is definitely one of the better advantages of taking a 401k loan. All right. So when you go to get a 401k loan, generally speaking, it's going to be something that is governed by your plan document. And every 401k plan has a plan document and your employer has created the rules surrounding loans for your plan. So they are not all the same rules. They have some provisions that are the same, though, from plan to plan if loans are allowed. So make no mistake about it, though, not all plans allow loans. Right. So your first thing that you need to do if you're wanting to do this is you need to check your plan document to see if loans are actually allowed. Right. In addition to whether they're allowed or not, you need to also know about the rules that are involved with your particular 401k. Right. So let's talk about how a 401k loan actually works, and then we'll go more into some of the pros and cons surrounding it. So a 401k loan is not actually a loan (laughs) because there's not a lender to speak of. It's your money. (laughs) Right. If there is a lender per se, it would be yourself. Yeah. So kind of you're being your own bank, which I like the concept of being my own bank. Yeah, that would be fun. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. So what the loan really is, it's just the ability to tap a portion of your retirement account right now without having to pay taxes on it while you're using that money. Okay. Now, you do have to repay it with interest. So the first issue that you really have to figure out is, A, is it allowed by your retirement plan? But B, what are the terms of repayment? Right. So the interest rate is going to be also governed by your plan document. They're going to tell you what the interest rate is that you're going to be paying yourself back with. So why do they do that? Why do they charge interest on this? Well, one of the reasons for for uh, charging interest would be it kind of helps your balance of your 401k. Since you're taking money out, and if that money was still in there, it would hopefully grow through mm-hmm. the market. But when they make you pay interest, what you're, what you're doing there is money is really growing through the interest that you're adding on to it. Right. You're sort of replacing your lost growth potential with the interest that you're paying. Right. Yep, exactly. Now, there's a limit to the amount that you can get. So generally, you can only borrow up to 
half of your vested balance, and there's a maximum of $50,000. Yep, and you mentioned, uh, Mary, the vested balance, and it's important to know what that is. Your vested balance would be the money that you've put in, and then also you'll probably get a certain percentage of what your employer's contributions have been over the years, and often that's in a time frame, like, Mm -hmm. for instance, over seven years. Uh, maybe after the first year, you get 10% of your employer's contributions, and then it grows till after you've been there seven years, then you get 100% of your employer contribution would be considered to be your vested balance. Yeah, so vesting means how much you own of what's in there. And I, I think that's a really good point that you make, Byron. So when you're going to do the loans, each loan document is going to specify whether or not there can be multiple loans. So some plans only allow one loan and some plans allow more than one loan. However, the combination of the loans still cannot exceed more than half of your balance and cannot go above $50,000. So if you have a $50,000 account balance, the maximum loan you could take would be twenty-five. Right. But if you have a $500,000 account balance, the max loan you can take is still 50000 Right. There's still limits there. Yep, exactly. Okay, so... You have figured out that you can do a loan and you figured out what your maximums are. Now, how do you actually go about doing this? Well, you would go to your 401k company and have to find out if there's paperwork involved or if you can do it online or over the phone to process a loan. One of the advantages of these is how quickly you can have the funds. Yes, There kind of is an application, but it's not a typical application that you would file, for instance, if you were getting a traditional bank loan. Mm -hmm. It's much quicker and much easier. And one thing that's nice about it, too, is your credit history is not a factor. Right. You don't have to have good credit to get a 401k loan. And that's one of the advantages of it. Secondarily, with the credit side of things, 401k loans tend not to report to credit bureaus. So it's not even a loan that's going to show up on your credit history. And so it's not going to have an adverse impact on your credit itself. So there was a couple of pros there that we just went over. (laughs) You receive the funds quickly and you don't have to have a credit check and it's not going to adversely impact your actual credit. Okay, so you have applied for the loan and they're going to tell you what your interest rate is now. Most of the time what we see with 401ks and their loans is that the interest rate is fairly favorable. So it's not a gouging interest rate. Like if you were to compare it to your credit card, it would be significantly lower. Right. You could probably look at somewhere between, say, 5 to 8%. I would guess would probably be somewhere in line with where your 401k loan interest would be. Yeah, that's probably a good range. And um, again, who is that interest going to? It's going to you. Right. <laughs> so it's something that at the end of the day, the bank isn't getting it. The credit card company isn't getting it your account is actually getting it. And so that's definitely a pro. So a combination of a low interest rate and the fact that you're the one that at the end of the day is receiving that interest rate is definitely an advantage if you are thinking about taking out a 401k loan.
Welcome back to Money Guide with Mary Stirk. And today we're talking about should you take a 401k loan? Now we've talked a little bit about the basics of 401k and some of the advantages of taking a loan, like you can receive the funds quickly, you get a relatively low interest rate, you can spend it any way you like, and you don't have to have a good credit history, nor does it have a negative impact on your credit report normally if you take a 401k loan. But now I want to talk a little bit about some of the disadvantages of doing a 401k loan and understanding where they actually can come out and bite you in an unexpected way, because a lot of people have got caught in this trap. Okay, so Part of the issue that's a disadvantage for a 401k loan is the actual repayment terms. So first of all, they're short. So the maximum amount of time that most 401k loans have to repay them is five years. Now, there's one exception to that if your plan allows it, and that is if you're going to use the money to buy a home. So Byron, in what instance can you actually take a loan term out that's longer than that five years? You can actually use a 401k loan for a mortgage. Okay. And in that situation, you have longer than five years uh, as far as a repayment period. Yeah. So when you're going to apply for that loan, if it's to be used for the purchase of a home, you'll want to share that with the 401k company and ask them if it would qualify you for a longer repayment period. Some plans allow it and some plans don't. Um, So... When you are going into this and you're thinking about how much money you're going to borrow, remember that with this short repayment term, it might mean that your payments are higher than what you expect. So not only do you have your normal contribution going into the 401k, now you also have the loan payment going into your 401k, and that can create a fairly large bite out of each paycheck. Yes, there could be the temptation to maybe not contribute as much to your 401k, which is is not a good option. Right. Because the payments on these have to be deducted from your paycheck. You can't take a 401k loan out and say, well, in six months, I'm going to just repay it in a lump sum. Anytime you take a 401k loan out, they are immediately going to start taking out payments from your paycheck. Right. And so you're going to feel that when it comes to your monthly income. Yep. It's a budget issue that you need to deal with. Right. Now, let's say that you have had a loan for a while and you come into some money and you want to pay off the remainder of the loan in a lump sum. You are allowed to do that. You just have to be making payments from your paycheck until you actually pay the loan off in some format. Okay, so there's where some flexibility exists, but the payments coming out of your paycheck, there's no flexibility with that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that leads us to really what I would say is the biggest, you know, con of taking a 401k loan is If the payments have to come out of your paycheck, what happens when your paycheck stops happening because you've terminated from that employer? Yes, it'd be nice if you left that employment and you could just have a smaller 401k, shall we say. Yeah. But it doesn't quite work that way. No, it doesn't. Here's how it works. Technically, you still can continue to make payments not out of your paycheck to pay on that debt, but only until you file your taxes for the year that you terminated service in. And if that debt is not paid back by the time that you file your taxes, the entire remainder of the 401k loan will have taxes due on it 
And if you're under 59 and a half, we'll have a 10% IRS penalty due on it. Pretty tough. Yeah. Uh, let's take a time frame on that. Let's say you leave your employment in December of a particular mm-hmm. year. By April 15th of the next year, when you're when you hit your tax filing deadline, you have to have paid off that 401k loan. Right. Or it becomes taxable. So let's say you did a $50,000 loan then. All of a sudden, you've got $50,000 more of taxable income. Bam, that is due. Presumably, you took that loan for a reason, and it wasn't just to pay your own taxes. <laughs> <laughs> so it can really be a quite a bite for people. And pe- that is the biggest detriment, in my opinion, for taking a 401k loan is what can happen if you if you don't end up staying with that job. I would agree. And, and one thing you need to look at when you are deciding about a 401k is the job situation itself. Mm-hmm. Are you with a stable company? Is your job a stable job? Right. So that taxes and that um, that penalty will also come due if you miss a payment. So let's say you terminated from your job in December and you don't continue to make the monthly payments January, February, March, as soon as you miss a payment or until you get to that tax filing deadline, either one of those things triggers the taxation on the loan. So keep that in mind if you have that situation happening. Okay, another con to doing 401k loans is none of the interest you pay is non is deductible. Right. Okay, so if you were to go take a actual mortgage loan, that interest may or may not be deductible depending on how you file your taxes. Okay. And so um, it's just definitely not deductible if it's a 401k loan. Right. Understandable since you're the one collecting it at the end of the day. <laughs> That's right. And you, you mentioned depending on you file your taxes, that may not be as big of a factor as it was, you know, say a few years back. And the reason is, is because of the increase in the standard deduction right. that came into play, I think, in the 2018 tax filing year, in which now for a married couple, the standard deduction is now up to $24,000. Mm-hmm. So there's a number of people who are no longer filing their uh, itemized deductions. Right. So that one may or may not matter to you. Right. Now, I think one of the biggest hot button issues, though, that especially financial professionals have is this last one that I want to talk about, and that is if you take a loan from your 401k, those monies are not still in your plan with the potential to earn for you. So you're missing out on any potential market gains that are out there. Right. One of the things we talk about with folks is the time value of money. And by that, we mean the money that's invested over a long period of time. The growth that can have is mm-hmm. is, is something that's you want to have in your favor. So let's say that you took a $50,000 loan out and you had that money and were paying it back over the course of five years. That, that You're missing out the earning potential on some or all of it for that entire time. And that's why it's typically deemed as you know not in your best interest because you're missing out on market gains. Now, I do want to tell a little bit of a story here, though, because some plans have additional flexibility where you can actually select the fund itself where the loan has come from. So for instance, I do know of a situation where a person had their money allocated in their 401k and they had um, a pretty good sizable chunk in a stable value fund, like a fixed fund that was only paying about one and a half percent. They were able to take the actual loan proceeds out of that specific fund 
And then when they're paying the money back, it's going into just their normal allocation. But they didn't feel like they were missing out on significant potential gains because of the fund they actually took it out of was only making, you know, about one and a half percent. So if your plan allows you that flexibility, you might think about specifying where you want the money to come from if you're going to actually do a loan. Okay, so in summary, should you take a 401k loan? I really do think it's situational. It absolutely depends on your own circumstances, your own situation. And as long as you're aware of what the pros and cons are, then I feel like you can make a good educated decision. And if you're struggling with that, then that's something that you could reach out to us at Stark Financial. You could talk to Byron about this and figure out, is taking a loan actually in your best interest? So in summary, some pros of 401k loans are you receive the funds quickly. You don't have a credit check with them. It doesn't adversely impact your credit. You can spend it any way you want. And it's relatively a low interest rate where you, in fact, are the one that's ultimately collecting the interest. But on the con side, it's a short repayment term. It's going to impact your paycheck and really might take a bigger bite out of your paycheck each time that you want. It's definitely not deductible interest. Missing a payment because you've terminated employment can have pretty significant negative financial consequences. And ultimately, you're going to miss out on the potential market gains for the money that you took out on the loan. So hopefully that's been valuable to you if you're making a decision about taking a 401k loan. And thanks for listening to Money Guide with Mary Stirk. The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of your audio provider and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities or services mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can ensure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should only be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Insurance offered through Sterk Financial Services, which is not affiliated with Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated. Neither Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated nor its representatives provide tax or legal advice. You should consult a qualified attorney or tax professional to answer your specific questions. Sterk Financial Services is located at 350 Oak Tree Lane, Suite 150, Dakota Dunes, South Dakota, 57049 and can be reached at 605-217-3555.